Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Thursday, October 5th. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. These are some tough passages today. The one about the parable of the vineyard workers. We all want to identify with the worker who's been out there at it all day long. And God is just as kind to the one who comes along late. But the truth of the matter is that each of us falters in our relationship with the Lord. We are the one who is coming in at the last hour. And yet, even though we don't deserve the pay, God graciously grants us salvation and forgiveness. And so my prayer is that today we would all be a people who joyfully repent and relish the fact that God has given us salvation in Jesus. And then in Psalm 38, there's this passage about David kind of reckoning with his sin. He realizes that his sinfulness has gotten him in a mess and God's allowing the consequences of his sin to come around him. In the end, it comes back around to the reminders of who God is for David and for us. Okay, let's begin with Matthew chapter 20, starting in verse 1, and we'll go down through verse 16. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early one morning to hire workers for his vineyard. He agreed to pay the normal daily wage and sent them out to work. At nine o'clock in the morning, he was passing through the marketplace and saw some people standing around doing nothing. So he hired them, telling them he would pay them whatever was right at the end of the day. So they went to work in the vineyard at noon, and again at three o'clock, he did the same thing. At five o'clock that afternoon, he was in town again and saw some people standing around. He asked them, Why haven't you been working today? They replied, Because no one hired us. The landowner told them, Then go out and join the others in my vineyard. That evening, he told the foreman to call the workers and pay them, beginning with the last workers first. When those hired at five o'clock were paid, each received a full day's wage. When those hired first came to get their pay, they assumed they would receive more, but they too were paid a day's wage. When they received their pay, they protested to the owner, Those people worked only one hour, and yet you've paid them just as much as you paid us, who worked all day in the scorching heat. He answered one of them, Friend, I haven't been unfair. Didn't you agree to work all day for the usual wage? Take your money and go. I wanted to pay the last worker the same as you. Is it against the law for me to do what I want with my money? Should you be jealous because I am kind to others? So those who are last now will be first then, and those who are first will be last. This passage reminds me of the reversals that happen in the kingdom. Jesus says, if you want to be exalted, you must serve. He also says, if you admit that you are blind, then and only then will you see. 
And here he says, those that are first, those that think they're the greatest, they have the pride of knowing that they have served the Lord. In fact, that pride will put them to the last. And those who know their need of Christ continually, those are the ones that will be first. Let's move on now to the Psalms, Psalm 38. A Psalm of David asking God to remember him. O Lord, don't rebuke me in your anger or discipline me in your rage. Your arrows have struck deep and your blows are crushing me. Because of your anger, my whole body is sick. My health is broken because of my sins. My guilt overwhelms me. It is a burden too heavy to bear. My wounds fester and stink because of my foolish sins. I am bent over and racked with pain. All day long I walk around filled with grief. A raging fever burns within me, and my health is broken. I am exhausted and completely crushed. My groans come from an anguished heart. You know what I long for, Lord. You hear my every sigh. My heart beats wildly. My strength fails and I'm going blind. My loved ones and friends stay away, fearing my disease. Even my own family stands at a distance. Meanwhile, my enemies lay traps to kill me. Those who wish me harm make plans to ruin me. All day long they plan their treachery. But I am deaf to all their threats. I am silent before them as one who cannot speak. I choose to hear nothing, and I make no reply. For I am waiting for you, O Lord. You must answer for me, O Lord my God. I prayed, don't let my enemies gloat over me or rejoice at my downfall. I am on the verge of collapse, facing constant pain. But I confess my sins. I am deeply sorry for what I have done. I have many aggressive enemies. They hate me without reason. They repay me evil for good and oppose me for pursuing good. Do not abandon me, O Lord. Do not stand at a distance, my God. Come quickly to help me, O Lord, my Savior. Thanks for listening along as we read God's Word together. I want to go back and tease out this psalm a little bit on two levels. First, on the human level, that we as followers of Christ, as Christians, we still struggle with sin. And so this is a psalm that can give some expression to that feeling when you know you have transgressed the Lord's will in your life and your bones ache because of it. And so my prayer for you, if if that is the case, that you will feel the sense of relief that Christ brings you. And perhaps if you haven't taken some time to think about your sin, that this might be an expression of your repentance through the psalm. And then on the other hand, I want to look at this in light of Christ Jesus our Lord. This was his prayer book, and we see him in each psalm. Here, not so much in the fact that he was sinful and he was repenting of his sins, because we know that is not the case. But he did identify with us in our struggle. And when I read several of these 
verses I thought about our Lord on the cross that says in verse 11, My loved ones and friends stay away, fearing my disease. Even my own family stands at a distance. Meanwhile, my enemies lay traps to kill me. Those who wish me harm make plans to ruin me. Jesus warned his disciples that they would all fall away, that they would not follow him to the cross. And that is our story as well. We falter. But in the end of the psalm, we're reminded of the great hope that we have in the Lord. Let me read for you again, verse 21. Do not abandon me, O Lord, even when I abandon you. Don't abandon me. Next part. Do not stand at a distance, my God. Come quickly to help me, my Lord and my Savior. Will you pray with me? Father, thank you for my brothers and sisters in Christ. Thank you for the psalm that reminds us that when our bones ache because of sin, we can bring them to you. We pray, Lord, for forgiveness of our pride, our arrogance, our materialism, our insensitivity, our propensity to use people instead of cherishing them, and our desire for acclaim. And we pray, Lord, that instead of those things, that we would be filled with the fruit of your Spirit that is love and joy and peace. We ask, Lord, that today, whatever we face, that we would do so by the power of your Holy Spirit. For your kingdom come. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.